are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. I'm Mike Stevenson. Find me on Twitter at Mike's on First. Rate, review, and subscribe. Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Well, it is Wednesday, October the 16th, 2019. The Cardinals season came to an end last night. Though I'm happy to say they didn't go without a fight. Despite the fact that they gave up seven runs in the first inning, Dakota Hudson uh, couldn't get past one out. Very reminiscent of what happened to uh, Mike Fultonewicz and the Atlanta Braves in Game 5 of the National League Division Series. Have to think that this uh, could be, in a sense, a little bit of karma. Considering the speech that Mike Schilt gave, and then the unceremonious way the Cardinals were exposed. Which is what happened. Uh, So we're just going to kind of uh, just talk this out a little bit. In our first segment, our second segment will be a look ahead of what the Cardinals possibly need to do. And, uh, yeah, so uh, apologies in advance to Blake. He called and left a voicemail about his thoughts for how this game should go and maybe how a Thursday game would go. But, uh, Blake, we're actually going to forgo that voicemail simply because no point. Uh the Washington Nationals advanced to the first-ever uh, pennant for the franchise and uh, bringing the World Series back to the nation's capital for the first time since 19, I think, 33. The Cardinals uh, did have a chance to come in and uh, do some damage. They did claw back. The final score was 7-4. to four. Um, The lineup was finally different. I think we saw the results of that. Maybe not as quite as, as much as we'd like, but we still saw the results of that. So, a couple of questionable things. I don't know why Matt Carpenter came in with the bases loaded. I know everybody says, well, you know, he's really good in those spots, and you know, maybe that was the best decision. I, for me, I'd kind of go with Bader. But, you know, in an elimination game, you do what you have to think is best. I'm not going to criticize Schilt too much for that. Uh, even though we all knew that either one, he was going to strike out looking or hit directly into the shift, which is what he did. But the Cardinals didn't go without a fight. They were swept in humiliating fashion, though. Never, ever holding a lead at any point during the series. has happened before in their history uh, against the 2004 uh, Boston team of destiny. Uh, the Red Sox, and, you know, the Nationals kind of have that air about them. I'm going to be very curious to see uh, how they handle the Yankees or the Astros. To be honest, I, I don't I don't hate the Nationals for this. It doesn't bother me. Uh, the, Nationals, the Nationals are never a team that I feel like I should have an issue with. There are some teams out there that I do have an issue with. I'm not the biggest fan of the Pirates. Uh, when it comes to the Cardinals, I definitely dislike the Cubs. And, um, yeah, the Braves, you know, it just depends on the year. 
And there's some other teams out there, the Yankees for one. And uh, so, yeah, the Dodgers for another. But the Nationals, no, the Nationals deserve it. The better team won. And even though it stings and even though it hurts as a fan, uh, you got to be happy with, with where they went and how they got there. You really do. Uh, no one expected this team to be in the National League Championship Series. Honestly, almost nobody expected this team to win the division. Uh, there was a lot, I, a lot of false hope, I believe, looking back on it now. You know, that, that run they had from the All-Star break. Flaherty did great. The offense was still streaky at best. And uh, they they just couldn't find a way to make it work. Looking back on the 2019 season, again, I don't know that you can be completely disappointed considering where they were and where they ended. As uh, my friend on Twitter, Stephen, in our uh, in our group chat says, this is this is playing with house money because nobody expected them to be there in the, to begin with, and that is very true. Doesn't make it sting any less. It truly doesn't. It doesn't mean that uh, we can't be upset. It doesn't mean we're not supposed to care. What it means is, is this team performed well beyond uh, expectations. It's probably the best way to put it. So, what's next for this team? Well, it's, it's hard to say. We're going to cover that in our next segment. Hey, Vivid Seats, download the app. Use the promo code POSTSEASON for a uh, discount of up to $100 off your next purchase. They can help you make memories that last a lifetime. Whether you're going to the postseason game for your favorite team for the first time. Uh, maybe it's a concert you've been wanting to go to for a while. Maybe it's just that one event that you've always said you're going to go to, but you've always put it off and now you got a chance. Vivid Seats can help make those dreams a reality. Use the promo code POSTSEASON for a discount of up to $100 off your next purchase. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Uh, Mike Stevenson with you. You can find me on Twitter at Mike's on first. Uh, follow me there. I'd love to hear from you. 
And uh, the Cardinals, as we've been talking about, have been bounced from the postseason by a four-game sweep. I think I might call it the super sweep, simply because they never held a lead. They never stood a chance. They were completely and decisively shut down. And uh, there's, there's no other way to put it. They, they were just completely owned by a superior team with superior pitching, a superior lineup. Every part about the Nationals is better. So, that being said, what's left except to look forward to the offseason and the upcoming 2020 uh, baseball season for the St. Louis Cardinals? How do they improve? How do they get better? Well, I think the first thing you have to do is take a look at where they excelled. Number one, the starting pitching ended up being a nice surprise. It got off to a bumpy start, but ultimately, uh, I think you have to look at it as a, as a win. Jack Flaherty has blossomed into an ace. Uh, it remains to be seen as to whether or not he can carry that over to the 2020 season. Um, Dakota Hudson uh, has shown that he can be a reliable number two, number three kind of guy. Again, Depends on how 2020 goes. A, a new season means uh, new issues, new problems, new opportunities, all the same. Uh, but otherwise, uh, pretty good. I mean, even Adam Wainwright got to the point that he was he was looking a lot better. Miles Michaelis was looking better over his last few starts in the regular season. Uh, I think there's a nice, solid basis to work with in the starting rotation uh, does that mean you need to add a number three, a number four kind of guy? You could. I mean, Wainwright is a uh, free agent at the end of the year. And I know that he's stated in the past that he's going to uh, just take it year by year from here on out. So we'll see if the Cardinals offer him a contract to come back for uh, 2020. We'll see if he decides to hang it up. Uh, just really kind of depends. And by the way, I'm not looking at Twitter, so we're going to. I hope he didn't make any kind of a. Uh, uh, announcement <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm recording this, uh, a la Brian McCann, as it were. So, you know, that, that goes now. A lot of people are going to want you to uh, go out and sign Garrett Cole, which would be amazing. You know, I'd be all for that. Uh, listening to some of the major sports outlets, though, and the ideas of uh, what it's going to take. To get those to get someone like Garrett Cole, I mean, you're looking at possibly a four hundred million dollar player. We're talking forty million dollars a year. Um, that being said, there are ways possibly to improve upon the pitching. Steven Strasburg uh, could be a free agent at the end of the year. He might be worth taking a look at. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. The main area of concern, and the bullpen wasn't bad either. The bullpen was one of the best pins uh, in the league. Uh, my issues with Carlos Martinez aside, uh, the bullpen did its job. You know, even after Jordan Hicks went down, you're going to get him back next year. Uh, Alex Reyes uh, could be coming back too, and he can either help bolster the pin or you can put him in the rotation, see how he does. Um the main area of concern for this team, though, is going to be the the offense. After a season where you saw a season high, or uh, yeah, season season high for a team in stolen bases, uh, the defense completely improved. 
as well as the uh, uh, base running, getting getting loads and loads better for the team. The offense really took a nosedive. Paul Goldschmidt was brought in to help his team get back to the postseason for the first time. I believe mission accomplished on that. Uh, couldn't do that without some very timely hits from his uh, from his bat. Thirty four home runs, ninety seven uh, RBI, I believe. It it really kind of figures that even though he got his power numbers up and everything, the batting average still a little bit low. Um, the OPS, uh, the the on base percentage, all that still j- just a little bit below career norms. I would expect a bounce back season from Goldschmidt going into twenty twenty. Now, here's where things get kind of crazy. And what I'm about to tell you doesn't mean I'm not saying this is going to happen at all. But unless your name is Paul Goldschmidt or Yadier Molina, you should not feel safe at all in this lineup. I don't care if you're Paul DeYoung. I don't care if you're Colton Wong. I don't care if you're Matt Carpenter, Tommy Edmond, whoever the case might be. Uh, you should not feel safe in this lineup. Does that mean they're going to trade all these guys, release all these guys, uh, whatever the case might be? No, 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 not at all. Uh, Paul DeYoung's going to be back next year as a Cardinal. I mean, I would imagine. What else, I mean, who else are they going to put there? They're going to take another chance on him. Um, Matt Carpenter most likely is going to be back. Not only is he signing an extension worth like $18.5 million a year, if not more, might even be 19 and a half. I think it's 18 and a half, though. Um, he's got a no-trade clause. Marcelo Zuna is uh, walking here in just a few short weeks, and after his play in the postseason, I doubt that he'll be back. I could be wrong, but I would not want to see him again at the moment. Uh, Dexter Fowler. I would imagine that he is going to be a trade target for sure. Um, they're going to try to find ways to make room for uh, Dylan Carlson, Randy Rosarena, guys like that. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, Dexter Fowler, all three are probably going to be trade bait. Uh, if they can convince Matt Carpenter to overlook his no trade clause, I would imagine they would at least explore that option. He'd have to go to an American League team, though. Um, this offense has to improve. You got to find a way to get another bat in there. Now, what kind of bat are you talking about? Well, there's a couple out there, you know, there, there's going to be the big fish on the market, Anthony Rendon. I don't know if you should count the Cardinals out on him or not. Um, I don't know how he Kendrick's contract situation, but that seems like the kind of player that, uh, Mo would see if he can't shoehorn in there into the lineup somehow. Um, I would imagine Matt Weeders might get one more year behind the dish to get just a little bit more seasoning to Andrew Kinsner. Uh, but other than that, I, I mean, I don't know what else that you that you could do to help improve the offense. Outside of signing an Anthony Rendon or if he opts out of J.D. Martinez to play in the outfield. Now, I know he's not been that great defensively. But, you know, it can't be any worse than what Marcelo Zuna's been doing. 
this team's got to find a way to get some bigger bats in the lineup. If you want Paul Goldschmidt to see better pitches, you need somebody like an Anthony Rendon or a J.D. Martinez hitting behind him. Uh, otherwise, why pitch to him? Because Paul DeYoung isn't striking fear in anybody's hearts. And I said this at the beginning of the season, that they needed one more big bat. And that's still the case. They still need one more big bat. Um, but outside of something like that, outside of an Anthony Rendon, outside of a J.D. Martinez, uh, there's I, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. There's very little room for this team to improve. Simply from a either a contract standpoint, as is the case with uh, Matt Carpenter, Dexter Fowler, uh, somebody like that. Or it's from a logjam position. You know, they already got a ton of outfielders. And while J.D. Martinez would be nice and I'd love to see him, you know, you're going to have to trade some guys. Uh, as far as other upgrades, Colton Wong is good. And uh, Paul DeYoung, he deserves another chance as well. But you uh, you got to be able to – you got to be able to – you got to be able to make the plays. You really do. I uh, just got a text message from Joe from Springfield, Missouri. Rough way to end the season, but getting to the NLCS is something to be proud of. I think the Cards need to work on more consistency next year. Some months they don't win a series. Some they don't lose one. Some of the games they go score 18, then they go 18 innings without a hit. Needs to be more consistent. What's your number one area for the team to improve? Well, it's what we're just talking about, Joe. Uh, the lineup. The lineup has to get better. Um, the lineup needs an, it needs another bat. You've got to get another big bat in there to put behind uh, Goldschmidt. And you need to find out if one of your players is a legitimate leadoff guy. And if not, if you don't think you have that, you need to go find one. There's plenty of players you can trade that you don't, you know. I, I wish they could move the Fowler contract. I wish they could move the Carpenter one. Um, those aren't likely. However, you can still move Bader. You could still move Tyler O'Neill. Um, and, and make some improvements with that. Now, of course, the question is, where are you going to put him at in the diamond? Uh, if you sign Anthony Rendon to play third... That means Tommy Edmond is likely going to go to the outfield. In which case, you're either looking at moving Dexter Fowler, putting him in center like happened amazingly in this last game, or sticking him in left. I mean, uh, I, th I think no matter what, though, you're looking at, I think Matt Carpenter has been replaced. And he's now going to be a very, very, very expensive bench player. I don't know how you can go back to any other way. So uh, here's the deal. How are you going to improve this team? 615-499-6690. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of more episodes. May not do one tomorrow, but I will do a couple of more episodes before I'm done for good. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So 615-499-6690, uh, how would you improve this team? How are you feeling about this team as the season ends? That's what I want to know. 615-499-6690. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.